I wanted to share some word with you today because there's a, there's a, a thought, it's called escapism. Escapism is like, well, the world is, is dead. They're on their way to hell. Jesus, come quickly. How many of y'all have said that many times this past year? Jesus, I'm ready to go. I'm just like, this, this time, you know. But you have to understand, we're only going to be in that realm in heaven for seven years. And then we come on back. Amen? And the new Jerusalem shall be established here. There's a lot of teaching, a lot of word there that I'm not going to talk about today. Amen? But it, basically, we get to go on a seven-year buffet. Amen? Um, but we're not escaping. Heaven is here. Amen? Because wherever the presence of the Lord, his kingdom reigns and rule and, and shows up as well. Amen? And so today I want to talk to you about We'll probably speak a couple of weeks on this about the spiritual man. Amen? The spiritual man. Hallelujah. Open up your Bibles. Go with me to John chapter 3. Say, I am a spiritual man. John chapter 3. This past Wednesday, we had our very first houses of faith meetings here at the church and I would like to invite everybody on Wednesday night if you're not part of the houses of faith to come I was very blessed to see the small groups gather and and hear the word of God together the small groups are very important it allows us to grow faster and I believe that the spirit of God is going to invade those groups and that the gifts of the spirit are going to manifest itself so I encourage you guys to be a part of the houses of faith so that you could not, not only receive the word, but you could allow the Holy Spirit to use you to minister to your friends. One thing I love about a, a small group is that you, when you allow the Holy Spirit to, to, re, to release the, the gifts of the Spirit through your life, sometimes we, we might not have enough courage to be able to be used by the Holy Ghost out in the world. But if we begin to build up our faith here and be able to minister to one another, you'll begin to see how God doesn't just want to use you in church, but he wants to use you wherever you go. And so go to the House of Faith. It's on, it's on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Join one of, the, one of the life groups, and I believe that you're going to be very, very blessed. Amen? Hallelujah. How many of y'all were able to attend a House of Faith this past Wednesday? Let me see your hand. Awesome. Amen. Were you all blessed? Praise God. Amen. John chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. There was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can a, an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. 
I encourage you to underline verse 6. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. There was a man in China. His name is, is Brother Yan. He still, he still uh, is alive, has a great testimony. And his nickname is the Heavenly Man. And the reason why that's his name is because when he was arrested by the communists and tortured many times for his faith, where he, they tortured him where they literally didn't believe that he would survive his, the tortures. This happened many times. But they began to call him the heavenly man because every time they would begin to torture him where it became too much for him to handle, he began to cry out, I am a heavenly man. I am a heavenly man. He began to operate in the spirit so that where his flesh was weak, the Spirit of God became strong inside of him. And he has a great testimony of bringing the gospel to that nation and being an inspiration to all of us. He has a quote. He says, it, says, it is not great men who change the world, but weak men in the hands of a great God. That's, that's true. As much as I, I might have gifts and talents, those things are nothing without God. I don't put any confidence in my abilities. I put all my faith in His. So that the things that happen through my life, He gets all the glory, He gets all the honor because He's the one that strengthened me to do it. He's the one that empowered me to do it. The work that I do is not the works of my own, but it's the works of the Lord working through me, the Spirit of God. Nicodemus wanted to know about God. Jesus was telling him, you don't, you don't just need to know about God. You need to know God, and you can know God by being born again. Many people want to know about God, but they don't want to know God. And I want to encourage you to change your mind. Instead of thinking, I, uh, I just need to learn about God. Why don't you just know God, and as you know God, whatever needs to be understood about him will be given through relationship. Through relationship. I could, you know, I could read books about Veronica, and I would still not know her. <laughs> how, many, how many husbands are the same way? You can read books about your wife, and you still won't understand her. Yeah. But when you know her, you still don't understand. But you know a little better. You understand a little more. As a matter of fact, there's a language that's developed between you and your wife that words don't even express. You're able to communicate and you're able to understand. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. You know what pleases her. You know, you know what's expected of yourself. You know, you know because it came through relationship. And Jesus said, the only way to enter into the kingdom of heaven is you must be born again. You must be born again. Being born again is being taken out of the kingdom of darkness and put into the kingdom of light. You are planted in the kingdom. You are made alive in the spirit. The spirit of God makes you alive. Humans can only produce humans, but the Holy Spirit produces spiritual people. And when you gave your life to Jesus, you became a living being. You became a, a spiritual person. Before Jesus Christ, 
you are walking in death. Even the things that you did were always the works of death. You might say, well, pastor, I did good things. I wasn't a bad person. Listen, your righteousness is like filthy rags to God. There are a lot of people, a lot of men is trying to get right with God by their works that they do. And those works mean nothing to God. It means absolutely nothing to God. I thank God that, you know, it's good that you, 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 you try to do your best. It's good that you try to, to help. It's good that you're a blessing to others. But if you did not do it with God, it means nothing. We're not saved by our works. We are saved by grace. What Jesus Christ did at the cross of Calvary. The only way to, to, to salvation is to give your life to Jesus Christ. Surrender. You have to surrender who you are so that you could receive the new life that comes through Jesus Christ. He washes our sins away. He makes us holy. He makes us righteous so that the Spirit of God can come and live on the inside of us. And now we are made alive in Christ Jesus. We're made alive by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit makes us alive again. We are born again. Not born of the flesh, born of the Spirit. Born of the Spirit, amen? And so if you want to see the kingdom of heaven, if you want to know God, if you want to to be a spiritual man, you must be born again. There's no way around it. You could do all the, the good works that, that you think are good the rest of your life, and it, you will still be going to hell. You will still be going to hell. The only way to salvation is through Jesus Christ. We are born again, born into the Spirit. In John 14, verse 20, Jesus speaks about the intimate relationship that he has with God and he has with the Spirit in his example of the, the relationship that we have now. In John 14, 20, he says, When I'm raised to life, you will know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. That doesn't, it's hard to understand. You will know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. How does that happen? The Holy Spirit is in us. And when the Holy Spirit's in us, God is in us. The Spirit of the King, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is in us. And we are in Him. And so wherever I go, I'm walking with Him. I'm talking with Him. I'm, I'm living in Him. I'm made alive in Him by the Spirit of God. I'm not dead. I'm born again. I'm not, I'm not a person on the way to hell. I'm a person that's been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm a person that's name is written in heaven. I am not an earthly being. I am a spiritual man. I'm a heavenly man in Christ Jesus. And so I'm not limited to this world. I'm not living in death anymore. I'm not living in fear no more. I am a heavenly man. I am a heavenly man. I'm a spiritual man. Say, I'm a spiritual man. Again, I'm a spiritual man. We're not living according to the flesh. We're living by the Spirit. He is in us. Amen. Where's the Holy Ghost? He's right here. Where's the kingdom of heaven? It's right here. I'm not looking for the kingdom of heaven. I found the kingdom of heaven. I'm not waiting to go to heaven. Heaven is in me. I am a heavenly man. I become one with Christ in the Spirit. The Word of God says the Spirit of God is a life-giving Spirit. 
And without him, the life that we live and the things that we do, without him, the life that we live and the things that we do, they're dead. They're dead. They're just dead. It's dead. It's, it's not, it has no heavenly purpose. Amen? has no heavenly purpose. But as soon as we get s saved and the Spirit of God comes, lives on the inside of us, now everything we do is all for eternity. Everything that we do is for heaven's sake. It's no longer the, our life that we're living. It's his life that we live. That's where people make a mistake. They try, they get saved, and then they try to live their life. They think that God is just to make their life better. Matter of fact, when you give your life to Jesus, someone says, when you give your life to Jesus, you'll have no more troubles. You're going to have more troubles. And they're not yours anymore. Like, God gets you in trouble. God gets me in trouble. But I always check myself out. I said, Lord, did I do this to me or did you do this to me? Was it my decisions that brought me here? Did I, am I following my will and my desires or did I hear from you and I'm following yours? And if I know that I follow his, then praise the Lord. Somehow, some way, it's going to work out to my good and God's going to get the glory. Amen. But a life done without God, a life lived without Jesus, life lived without the Holy Spirit making you alive, everything's dead. Everything is dead. There are many people that they say, Pastor, can I, I just talk to you? You know, I want counseling. I said, praise God, we could do counseling, but come to church first. Come to church first. And, and when they come, they, they hear about the love of Jesus Christ and they get saved. And then I'll, I'll meet them after service. I said, okay, you want to talk? No, no, everything I need to hear, I heard it today. It was God that spoke. Your answers are found in the Spirit. We're not living according to the ways of man. We're living, being led by the Spirit of God. We are spiritual people. Some people say, well, I don't know how to raise my children. Have you gone to the Holy Ghost and asked Him for wisdom? Have you taken it on into the Spirit? Because when you take it on to the Spirit, the Spirit responds. But if you hold on to the burden, if you hold on to the, the weight, if you try to live it out through your own physical flesh, you will fail. But when you operate as a spiritual man in your business, in your family, in everything that you do, you will always have victory. The Spirit of God will lead you. And the life that is produced, it will be eternal. It will be victorious living. Amen? Dead life produces dead works. Amen? But, but I did good, you know. Was it of God? No. Then it's going to produce dead works. It's, you know, there are some people, well, I, I, I'm doing this for God. Did God ask for that? No. Then why are you doing it? There's a lot of ministries that get in trouble doing good works, but God didn't tell them to do it. Hello. God didn't tell them to do it. There's a lot of people like, well, we're going to go do the ministry. Is that your ministry? No. Did God tell you to do that ministry? No. Then why are you going to do it? Why are you going to do it? I heard this one pastor, he said, well, God didn't call me to pastor. I just thought it would be a good job to start a church. That church ain't going to last. Amen. I'm united with his spirit and the works I do, I do it with him. He makes everything alive and produces good works through me. That's the life of the spirit. That's the spiritual man. 
I'm alive with him. The works that I do are the works that he calls, the works that he leads. He's the one that opens the door. He's the one that encourages. And, and I just follow him because I'm a spiritual man. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a spiritual man. You are more spirit than you are flesh. You are more spirit than you are flesh. Don't allow the world to attack you according to your flesh. They're judging the wrong thing. You are not the flesh. You are the spirit. You are the spirit. You are a spiritual man. You've been born again. Amen. And, you know, you might be weak in the flesh, but where you are weak, he is strong. And there's going to be a day where this weak flesh is cast aside and you receive a glorified flesh, a spiritually glorified flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. But you are a spiritual person. So everything we do, we have to do in the spirit. We have to do in the spirit. Not, not I do this, but we do this. I and him, him and me, we do this together. Amen. We do this together. Hallelujah. Because if we don't do this together, then it really doesn't, it doesn't work. It's, it's not good works that are done in God. They, even though, well, but it's, it, it's a good thing to do. Yes, it's a good thing to do, but did God tell you to do it? No, well then, it's not good. Amen. I remember one time I, I saw a pastor that was struggling and, and, you know, he posted something on Facebook. He needed some money or something like that. And it was a new church, and I was getting ready to help him. And so, you know, I, we had some resources, and I was getting ready to call him. And the Holy Spirit said, don't call him. Don't give to him. And I'm thinking, Lord, he's a pastor. It's good to help him. And the Lord says, nope. I want him to use his faith so he has something to preach. Logically, it's, it's good for me to help them, but spiritually, it wasn't. Amen? What would have happened if I'd helped them? I would have been disobedient. Disobedient. Last week, when, when, uh, uh, my wife and I, we went to, we were driving up, and we wanted pizza. So I went into, we went to this, this we looked online, and we saw this pizza place, and all the reviews five stars, five stars, five stars. So we went in there and, and we saw the way it worked. They say, choose the kind of crust you want. So we chose the kind of crust. What do you want? And what kind of sauces you want? So we chose the sauce. What kind of toppings you want? And we put the toppings. Like everything was custom. Everything was custom to the way that we wanted it. Amen? And after a while, I was I, I, was, I told my wife, I said, you know, honey, the reason why all the reviews are five stars is because if anyone was to say they don't like this place, they would have to admit that they do a terrible job choosing their own pizza and creating their own pizza. Because they didn't do anything other than put what, they want, what we wanted on it. So if I did a bad job making that, you know, it was not their fault, it's my fault. So it's almost five stars. That's the way... Life is with the Holy Spirit. Everything that we do, we listen to him and we follow his leading. So that everything that is done, he is pleased. He, he is glorified. He's, he is excited about what we're doing. All we do is we wait to hear from him and be faithful and be obedient. That's the spirit-led life. That's a spiritual man living life by the spirit. And if we don't do that, 
we're going to end up doing works that are dead works done in the flesh and we will blame God when our marriage doesn't work out because we never brought our marriage into the spirit we blame God when our finances don't work out because we never brought our finances into the spirit we'll blame God when our life doesn't work out because we didn't allow God to lead us in life I am a spiritual man and I'm being led by the Holy Ghost. I've been made alive in Christ Jesus to do good works in him, amen? Hallelujah. And so what do we do? We yield ourselves to the Lord. We yield ourselves to the will of God. We yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit and it produces the glory of God wherever we go. Amen, did you hear me? Say, I must yield. It's like I put my life in neutral so that the Spirit of God will lead me. The Spirit of God will direct me. But pastor, what if he doesn't tell me what to do? You wait. But I need to give an answer. Did God give you an answer? No. Then you wait. But I need to give an answer. They told me I need to give an answer. No. Don't, don't try to rush God. You wait. There was one person that didn't wait in the Bible. God called for a sacrifice. He was supposed to wait for Samuel to show up so that the, the sacrifice can be made before they went into warfare. But King Saul decided we waited enough and made his own sacrifice, and he lost his kingdom that day. If that happened to him, what could happen to us when we don't wait upon the Lord? My job and my life is to do the will of the Father as the Spirit of God speaks to me. Not as pastor speaks to me, not as the society speaks to me, not as my friends speak to me, but as the Holy Spirit speaks to me, I follow. I do. Amen? Because we are spiritual people. Amen? Say, I am a spiritual man. Hallelujah. So I wait upon the Lord. I yield myself to the will of God. And it produces glory to the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, go there. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Hallelujah. Verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit not the world spirit, so we can know the, free, know the wonderful things God has freely given us. So we listen to the Holy Spirit so that we can receive. I want to receive joy. I want to receive peace. I want to receive life. We listen to the Holy Ghost. We listen to the Holy Ghost. We know, he knows the will of the Father. He knows the will of God. Understand, this is the time of the Holy Spirit. The book of Acts has never ended. It's the Acts of the Holy Spirit flowing through our lives today, amen? And God wants to use you. He wants to use every single one of you, amen? But we have to be under control by the Holy Ghost. We need to yield ourselves to allow the Spirit of God to, to use us for the glory of God. It's not about my name. It's about his name. It's not about my life. It's about his life. Nobody came to church today to hear what Kevin had to say, but they came to church to hear what heaven had to say for them. I'm just a yielded vessel hearing from the word, hear, hearing from God, and I want to speak his word over your life. Amen? Hallelujah. 
A prayer of a man does nothing, but a prayer of a person being led by the Spirit of God, a righteous man, availeth much. Amen? And so you can know the will of God for your life, for your relationships. All you have to do is spend time in fellowship. Spend time with God. Look at your neighbor and say, spend time with God. Hit him. Say, spend time with God. You got to, listen, you can't know God unless you're willing to spend time with him. If you don't spend time with your wife, she ain't going to know you. If you don't spend time with your children, they're not going to, they'll know about you, but they won't know you. If you're not spending time with the Holy Ghost, how will you know the leading of the Holy Spirit? If you can't pray, then how will you know to, how to hear God's voice? Oh, pastor, I pray when you got problems. Do you only visit your wife when you want something? That's the kind of relationship you'll have. But if you spend time in the presence of God, Lord, I just, I, I, I didn't come here to ask anything, but I came to worship you. I came to spend time with you. I came to yield myself to you, Lord. I want to know you, and I want you to know me more. I want to feel your presence. I want to be in your presence. I just want to worship you. I want to spend time. What am I doing? I am entering into the spiritual realm. I am not, it's not about my physical body. It's about my spirit being in, commun in communion with the Holy Spirit. And as I spend time with the Holy Ghost, he begins to release his gifts, his words, his his edification is encouragement over my life. Amen? Hallelujah. In just a moment, we're going to spend time with the Lord. Amen? It's not meant to take the place of your own personal time, but it's meant to stir up a desire to get into the presence of the Lord. You have to search for him, and you will find him. The Bible says if you will search for him, you'll find him when you search for him with all your heart. If you're not searching for God... How can you be found by God? If you're not seeking after the Lord, how can you enjoy his presence? The thing is, the flesh will always come up with barriers. The flesh and the spirit, they do not coexist. The flesh is enemy against the spirit. The flesh is enemy against God. The flesh wants to do the things of sin, the things of the, way of the world, but the, the spirit wants to do the will of God. And so when you spend time with God, you are elevating your spirit in the Holy Spirit to hear from God and to put your flesh under submission of the Holy Spirit. Am I going too deep for you? Let me, let me, let me make it a little, little easier. I am a spiritual man. Say, I am a spiritual man. See, the, the cry of the Holy Spirit, of desire for the, the Holy Spirit, it has to be the deepest cry that you have in your heart. More than food, more than money, more than that girl liking you. The cry for the Holy Spirit has to be the deepest cry in your heart. The problem that a lot of people have is when they get saved, they, they don't develop the hunger for, for the Holy Ghost. I just want to get to heaven. You'll get to heaven. But you have to go through hell to get there. But when you desire to be in the Holy Spirit, you start finding answering, answers for your life and answers for your soul. You don't have to struggle in life. You can have victory in life. 
But there's going to be a fight and there's going to be a battle. And as long as you fight in the flesh, you're going to lose every single time. You, you might get to heaven, but you're going, to be, you're, going to, you're going to show up there like you've been sucking lemons your whole life, just angry and bitter and broken. But, but if you walk in the Spirit, you will go through many trials and many struggles, but you will have victory every single time, and you will never be defeated. Your spirit will not be defeated. You'll always be strong in the Lord. The difference between someone that walks in the Spirit and someone that doesn't, everybody goes through trouble, but the one that walks in the, in the flesh, they're always going to be angry and bitter and blame everybody for their trouble, but the one that walks in the Spirit, they're not angry, they're not bitter, but they got praise and worship unto God, and they want to tell everybody what the Lord has done. What the Lord has done. If you walk in the Spirit, you have victory. There's going to be fights, but you got victory. Amen? Well, Pastor, what if it's difficult? Praise the Lord. Greater glory for God. Greater glory for, lot, for, for God. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, what if the devil does this? Well, praise God. We're going to show the defeat of the devil, and we're going to, we're going to tell the world how Jesus has given us victory. And our desire for the Holy Spirit has to be great. To walk in the Spirit. It's not just for a Sunday morning. It's when I wake up in the morning. Welcome, Holy Spirit. I surrender. I yield myself to you, Holy Ghost. Have your way in my life. Possess me, Holy Spirit. Fill me, Holy Spirit. I want more of you. I need more of you. Hallelujah. We surrender. In Philippians chapter 3, Paul, be, Paul makes this cry. If anyone, you could say that knew God and knew his ways and had intimate relationship with, with him, it would be Paul. And Paul makes this, this statement, Philippians chapter 3, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead, from the, from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death. His cry wasn't, God give me this, God help me, God deliver me. His cry was, I want to know you. He knew him, but he wanted to know more. That's my prayer for this church, that we as a body, when we gather and, and as we live, the cry of our heart is, I want to know you. You're not going to find him in the flesh. You can't see Jesus in the flesh, but you'll find him in the spirit when you begin to turn your heart over into the spirit realm. Begin to declare, I'm a heavenly person. I've been made alive in Christ Jesus. The spirit of God is living on the inside of me. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into this house, into this place. Spirit of God, I desire you I yield myself to you. Fill me, Holy Ghost. I worship you, Lord Jesus. You begin to enter into intimacy and worship. But pastor, I don't have a problem, so why should I pray? We pray for him. We pray because we want more of him. We desire more of him. And as you begin to press into know more about him and desire more about him, you, became, you become illuminated with the glory of God. That if you spend a moment with God, when you walk out of wherever you are at with him, people will see the glory of God upon your life. 
and then the fruits of the Spirit will begin to flow through you. You'll end up having answers to people's problems and minister to them, and you will set them free because of the anointing of heaven that's upon your life. The glory of God. Everybody say the glory of God. And it's available for every person, the young and the old. If you begin to recognize that you are a spiritual man, that the Holy Spirit's living inside of you, that you, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, are one together, you will never be defeated again. You will always walk in victory that no matter what the battle comes, it might be bigger than you, but it's not bigger than the one that's in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You might be going through a struggle right now, and it seems like you're being knocked all over the place. It feels like you can't find your footing. You can't find your place in life. You might be so confused that you don't know what to do anymore. That's where you go and you give it all to God. You give it all to God. Lord, I'm tired of complaining about this. I'm tired of struggling about this. I'm no longer going to fight in my strength. I'm going to give it all to you. I cast all my cares upon you. And Lord, I don't, I don't even, that stuff doesn't matter no more. All I want is you. And when you begin to lift him up in your life, you begin to walk in the spirit. Let your heart be filled with the Holy Ghost. Watch how quickly you'll see the victory happen. How God will send forth an answer quickly. Remove that burden off your life and put you in place of victory in Jesus' name. Amen. That is the life that God has for all of us. We are spiritual people. We are spiritual men. Amen. And it's time for us to live that way in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you all receive that? In Amen. Give God praise. Amen.